Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. I'm joined today by Dave Watson. Hello. And Paul Doolan. Hello. So, I thought that was a really enjoyable weekend of football. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought it was a really... There were a lot of good games. The only yep. thing that sport it was that I happened to support Newcastle United. Yes. Or at least I did. I might change now. <laughs> You're going to choose Dulwich Hamlet instead? Potentially, yeah. I don't know. Anyone other than us. Yeah. Funnily enough, I got a text from a Palace season ticket holder friend at the weekend. Yeah. It was like, should we just give up on football and find another sport? Well, interestingly enough, that same guy is a mutual friend of ours, Paul. Yes. Uh, His name's John. His name's Jesus. His name's Jesus. No, his name's John. And he... Uh, I used his season ticket this weekend Ah. uh, to go and watch Crystal Palace versus Watford, mm-hmm. which was enjoyable mm. because I was, I didn't really care about the game, so it was nice to be at the football. Yeah, and it was after that game that I went to the pub. It took a while to find a pub with the Chelsea game on, because uh, it, it was it was in well southeast London. It was all rugby, right? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so got there ten minutes into the game to see the. <laughs> I saw the second goal it go in and go. Oh, great. And it took me another three minutes to realise, oh, no, we're 2-0 down. <laughs> oh, no, wait, there's another goal. We're 3-0 down. Yeah, yeah. There was... The thing is, it was, it was individual errors. Like, each, each, the first, first three... Well, to be fair, all five goals were individual errors. But the first, first 15 minutes were 3-0 were down. You, 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 like... N- this this Newcastle side is not coming back from that. Certainly not against that Chelsea. And it's like before the game, McLaren was saying, "Oh, it's all about the first twenty minutes. We've got to keep a hold of the ball. We've got to use the ball." He was right. Yeah, <laughs> he was bang on. But we didn't do it. And you look at the you look at the two centre halves. We like Stephen Taylor last game against West Brom. He was really good. I'm thinking more and more that the reason he was good against West Brom is because he didn't have anything to do. This game, he had a f- little to do, and he was he was turbo shit. 
Well, there is a pattern here, which is that we are dog shit away from home. Yeah. I mean, we are the worst football team of all time away from home. <laughs> Probably. But at home, we can be all right. So we keep on talking about um, inconsistency. Old Taylor was all right last week, but he was shit this week, or yeah. John Joe Shelby or Tiote or whoever. And it's just, what is it about them leaving... Newcastle that turns them to wank. It's so bizarre because we've we've had spells before. I remember that spell where we were always terrible in London. Yeah, sort of, yeah. even under Bobby Robson, we seem to just be shocking there. But this is just every away game. Mm. Like we're worse than Villa, I think, away from home. Is it something to do with the coach facilities? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I just think we're not being set up like the away team at all. Yeah. I still don't think McLaren knows how he wants to play away from home. I mean, I know he's limited with his with the personnel that we've got. We don't have a very good defence. Well, he's incredibly limited in terms of the personnel, which is uh, demonstrated by the fact that Rolanda Ahrens is a left-back. Yeah. yeah. That, and two unfit centre-backs starting yeah. as well. That, that was like Ahrens starting at, at left-back when Colback was fit enough to play 45 minutes. Was... I honestly think that it wouldn't make that much difference whether Colback or Aaron's was there. I know, I know that I've got no way of proving that. Yeah. But there's, it, it just demonstrates to me, like I keep on saying, how bad can a club be run if you've got, a, I mean, how old is he, Aaron's? 20? 20 years old. A 20-year-old winger with mm. hardly any experience. Yeah. At left back, up against William. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not. He's not even like a defensive-minded winger. He's not like a like a Jonas Gutierrez or something like that. He's not that. He is no. or a goofball. Yeah, yeah. You know, he is. It'd be like Liverpool playing Jordan Ibe as a fullback. I, I couldn't understand why we didn't play. Like, even if you put a defensive-minded player there, like a Jamal Lasell, or if you play Jack Colback or something like that, because. Like the first, the first goal. That's fucking criminal. Just absolutely criminal. The, the like. Then Aaron's like the the ball he gave away to. I think to that Pedro. was the second goal, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. It away, so, yeah. so the the second goal was was Aaron's giving the ball away, but the first goal was criminal because of the positioning. Yeah, and the positioning he was he was. Oh, well, he doesn't know. I mean, he's been playing football. Yeah. For by the way, that sound was Dave there, <laughs> nutting the mic, nutting the mic out of desperation. Uh-huh. I mean, Aaron's been playing football, I'm sure, since he was five or whatever, like organised football. Yeah. But he, I'm sure, hasn't been playing as a left-back. No. So no. suddenly it's in the Premier League. Uh, you, you played FIFA, right? <laughs> <laughs> but as well, the way we set up, like Teote and Shelby were both sort of fairly high up. There's no protection. Yeah. If you've got a really an unfit back four with a left-back who's never played there, have some midfielders back to protect them. Absolutely. But we were just... Absolutely. As soon as... Like, was it the first goal where Teote lost the ball to Willian? I can't remember I think so, was. yeah. I think and that, that rings a bell. Just Willian had sort of 20 yards free to run into. Because I mean, we've got nobody back there. You think at least just stick someone in to shield the back four, drop the wingers back a bit and just try and play on the counter because we have got speed. Yeah. There's no point trying to dictate the game against Chelsea away. No, no. I, I, you have to say, though, that um, 
for all Chelsea were very good value for their win, they were clinical. They only had, what was it, seven shots on target in, in the game, and they scored with five of them. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not a team that's... That's a team that's got themselves into... Because Elliot didn't have a bad game. Like he didn't have, he he couldn't have done much for any of the goals. I thought the Pedro first one, where he sort of threw one on one, Elliot's positioning wasn't great. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's splitting hairs. Yeah, splitting hairs. I think. Like Chelsea played well. Chelsea were completely dominant. They deserved to win comfortably. Um, I, they they were clinical in their dissection of our mistakes. They also looked like. They could sort of do it whenever they wanted to. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They could just cut through us like a knife through butter. <laughs> it and felt it, like a training game. Well, looking for, at yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. But, just, it, but it was interesting throughout that um, all the way through the game, there were certain players who still wanted the ball, who still wanted to be involved, who still believed they could get themselves out of it. And Newcastle I, players. Yeah. Which and ones? It was Shelby and Townsend. Shelby and Townsend were always asking after the ball. And that that's a huge... Like slapping the face for the guys that have been here for, you know, for ages. Well, I don't know if you saw the moment where Shelby was shouting at McLaren and Simpson on the bench. Oh, I heard about this. He no, was I just, didn't see this. Well, he was just basically massively frustrated and seemed to be saying, like, what are we meant to be doing? Like, he, there was a lot of people sort of thinking he'd get subbed off at half time because there was clearly an argument coming. Yeah. But he just, there doesn't seem to be a plan. No. And that was. Well, there was. God, I mean, in the words of Gary Lineker to Alan Shearer on Match of the Day this Saturday, it's rant time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was so many things wrong. There was, yeah, yeah. there was selection. Yeah, there was the historical ineptitude in the club, which has led to a situation which has not given us many options in terms of selection. There was a number of players who looked like they had no heart or interest whatsoever. There was an apparent complete lack of organisation. I mean, (laughs) it was just... Yeah. The only saving grace this weekend for Newcastle United is that, incredibly... That wasn't the worst performance by a Premier League <laughs> yeah. team this weekend. So a big shout out to Aston Villa, and we Thanks, really appreciate that Valentine's Day present. Well, I think as well, Jamie Redknapp described our game as the worst Premier League performance he'd ever seen. And I think the Villa team were watching that and thinking, like, we've, we've got a point to prove here. We <laughs> yeah. need to go out and better that, because we've, we've won that mantle. Oh, God, it was... Like from the first from the first minute, Chelsea looked like they were up for it and all the rest of it. And I said to because me and my girlfriend were sitting watching, and I said, "Oh, we need to keep tight here." And as the words "we need to keep tight" came out of my mouth, the first goal went in, mm. and it just got worse. There was no uh, like, and there's no window between now and the end of the season. There's nothing. There's no new players that are going to come in, and because we're playing, arguably. Other than Domit and Mbemba, it's pretty much our first strength team that played against Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so it's right. only and Domit is hardly the the most like it's it's not like we're expecting Yanmat back. We're expecting bloody Paul Domit, who's a bang average 
centre half and who's been playing at, at, at left back. And Mbemba's okay, and he's you know he's been doing well in his first, but that was abject on like every player in recent abject. in recent times. By the way, we're going to find a way to turn this podcast around yeah, in a minute because it's. Just, <laughs> I, I realise that it's just right now in your ears. It's, there's just a drill going into your head. I know. <laughs> I know it's so negative, but we we can only deal with the cards we're dealt. Um, what was I going to say? Oh shit! I've I've lost what I was going to say. There. What we, was I going to say, Dave? I don't know. We could talk about the the running of the like our fortune. Like our our fate could lie in our hands because of the fortune of the the rest of the teams in in around the bottom half. Yeah, well, because we'll of deal, the shit storm that is, they've got coming. This is what I was going to say. I mean, we'll deal with the the important question in a moment of are we going to go down and uh, and what circumstances need to happen for us not to go down. Mm. But it's it's become in recent times a very familiar situation. Mm. As soon as that January transfer window. Shuts closed. I mean, we all realise what a terrible situation we're in. Hmm. The worrying thing is, we've said earlier this season, it felt like we turned a corner because even when we were losing this season, the performances were okay. We weren't capitulating like we did for the last two seasons. Whereas Saturday felt like we'd gone straight back to that. I don't think McLaren's done or shown any improvement really on Carver. Despite having eighty million to spend, here's a question. Well, not a question, Paul. You've got a little fact for us, haven't you? That which might cheer us ever so slightly. Oh, just the form. Yes. Well, depressing one first. The away form league. We are. Have a guess. Bottom. Yes. We'll rock. Tied with Villa and Norwich. Nice. Home form. Where do you think we are? Well, you told me I before tell we you, walked in, so I do know. <laughs> we're fifth. So we're above Spurs, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Man U, Everton. Like we've got 13, oh, sorry, 11 points from our last six home games. Well, as long I mean, it's going to be the home fo- form that pulls us through. Absolutely, isn't it? yeah. Which is, which is insane because, we, as we've said before, we're a team that has, certainly have the personnel to play on the counter-attack away from home. We it felt do. like, a, at times during the game on Saturday, it felt like Chelsea were playing the counter-attack against us. I mean, a lot yeah. of their goals came on the counter-attack. They absolutely were, yeah. And they were allowing us to... Yeah. To, well, the uh, thing that seemed to work for them was letting us try and play football because we'd get past the because halfway Because we're shit line. at it. Yeah, we can't pass the ball for some... We've got players oh, like... Oh, God. We've ruined Shelby quite quickly. He seemed <laughs> incapable of passing. Like, yeah, it was even it was even things like throw-ins were going awry. Yeah, uh, I, I, there's no explanation for the the ineptitude of the, the players like Shelby, Sissoko, um, uh, Jan Mats, uh, all the rest of them who like they couldn't find a man ten yards away. I you mean, wonder she, what Sissoko and Wijnaldum need to do to get dropped away from home because they've yeah. been. I, I personally, awful. I, I think I think we said before the game. We were saying, do you play Wijnaldum or do you do you swap them for for Perez or do you you know mm. do do you move things around a bit? I mean, you have to say that uh, McLaren did try and change things during the game to try and 
uh, address the issue. Like he, he switched at halftime, he switched to a more compact midfield three with Colback for Wijnaldum so that um, Shelby was allowed a little bit more freedom further forward and Colback and Teote were playing alongside each other as a defensive. But Colback was absolutely anonymous. I barely noticed him in the yeah. second half. And then later on, uh, we switched to three at the back um, with um, uh, Lascelles coming on. Uh, yeah, and, and we switched to three back, and again, I didn't really. You still got do the feeling anything. Chelsea, if they wanted, if they to, wanted score, to score, could have yeah, just gone for it. Absolutely, Doombia made an appearance, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. What a brilliant first touch he had. <laughs> <laughs> that did. That reminded me of. Uh, oh, I think it was Jimmy Greaves said about Emil Heskey once. He can trap a ball further than I can kick it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely looked the case with Doombia. Honestly, he remind he reminds me of a, a young, middle aged, and he, old. He's not a young anyone. <laughs> well, that's it. He looks like Shalrami Obi. Like, oh, speaking the, the, of Shalrami Obi, go on. He's signed for Fleetwood Town. Fleetwood Town. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Shola, if you're listening. And his yeah. brother got sent off. That's a. Oh yeah, Sammy had his first ever sending off. So congratulations, Sammy, as well. <laughs> I, I like that Shola is still out there playing football. What yeah. I've really enjoyed is that he's gone from like a, a you know two was it he was there for two decades at Newcastle. Yeah, two decades at Newcastle and he's gone from like a one club bit of a cult icon to a journeyman striker he's in desperately like a year. Tr- yeah. <laughs> just quickly trying to get a reputation <laughs> yeah. as a journeyman. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Well, you kind of think he gets to other clubs and they sort of think Part of the reason they get him is, well, Newcastle must have held on to him for so long <laughs> for a reason. It's like he was in a loveless marriage, yeah. and now they're divorced, he's... and he's really sleeping around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Fleetwood. But to be fair, he, you know, he, he, he helped out Bolton a bit. You know, he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't prolific for them, but he certainly helped them out. Didn't he offer to play for free as well? Because of I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I like Scholler. He's yeah. like he likes yeah. football. Seems yeah. like he's a nice I player. liked his football as Cribs years ago. <laughs> No. It just seemed like it had a normal house. Like if if you can find it on YouTube, it's worth I've a watch. It. It's no, no, no. I was telling talking to the listeners, yeah, but you've got to go and find it because oh, it's just joyful. It's just like it's from black and white, and you cannot say that about many tables. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's from Bastow Eves. Yeah, it's it's so, just like oh, it's ridiculous. He's just, oh. And he's just showing you around like a two bedroom flat. Yeah. It's oh. just like bless him. Got chairs there, chairs, television. <laughs> Got a, a table here, and there's a sofa. Any second you expect him to go, and if you want to, you could knock it through and make a bit of a playroom. It'll be lovely. That's a table where I like to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> the area is very vibrant. <laughs> uh, speak- Good schools. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other lone. Player, uh, well, one of the others is uh, Adam Armstrong. He scored another brace. That's yeah, he did. Nineteen for the season. Nineteen. Yeah. That's not nineteen braces. No, yeah. I mean you've got you've got to say it is League One. He's probably um, he's probably about Championship level now because he's clearly too good for that league. Yeah. I don't think he's good enough for but who knows Premier League. Who knows yet. all these things? I'm just saying, yeah, all these things about what division players are suited to are all being blown out of the water at the moment when you've got people like Jamie Vardy coming up and Deli Alley. Yeah. And well, hang on, Deli Alley. Deli Alley was a championship, like a young prospect at championship level, and they said, yeah, yeah, he's going to make it. Sure, but he went for five million. I, mean, yeah. what I don't think Armstrong anyone thought he'd be now? like a Spurs first-team regular no, key no, player. Fair. But I think Adam Armstrong might next season get to play 
championship football with Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. It should be something. The dream. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought Dumbia actually didn't look too bad apart from that terrible first touch. He yeah, looked yeah, able to hold a yeah. ball up. Yeah, you look, he, he, there was a couple of times where it seemed like a lost cause and he seemed to make something of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice him having a strike on goal. I don't know if he did, did he? No, I don't think, I don't think he had a chance. But then, as, as we've said, all up, like, I expect our points to come in the, in the home games and maybe a way to Villa and a way to Norwich. That's, that's mm. where I expect our... Andros Townsend got a goal. He did. Yeah. A well, well taken. taken. Yeah, 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 good yeah. goal. Yeah. It was nice. It backs up my point that even in the 90th minute, he was still looking for the ball and he was still wanting to... I thought he did very well at the refusing to celebrate celebration. Could you imagine if he'd taken his shirt off and run into the fans? <laughs> <laughs> but to, to, it's like, all about me! But he literally shook his head. Yeah. It was real, like, everyone's looking at me. I need to show yeah. harumph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a proper like builder looking at something, going, "Oh, who put this up?" Sort of <laughs> shaking the head. <laughs> it was all for show. So ah, gallows humour. It's the best. <laughs> so Dave, we'll be you've, on the gallows. you've made another one of your phenomenal sort of Rain Man style graphs, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and it's it's very useful. What you've done is what Dave's done for us is he's got. All of the bottom six teams, and he's shown us their remaining fixtures for the rest of the season. Yep. Home and away. And he's shown what he thinks are winnable games for them. I'm just looking at ours. But before I look at this, actually, before we go through it, where are you at in terms of your percentage chance of us going down? Because I'm at 60% now that we're going to go down. Yeah, I'm about 55 See, that's it's been a real descent for you, hasn't I'm it? I'm at fifty. You're a fifty, Paul. Mm. I mean, this, that's been ambitious. This is this isn't because we lost away at Chelsea. Because I think we all predicted a, a losing away at Chelsea. I think yeah. it was the fucking hell. We are never going to win away from home. That's that's where this this decline comes from. And what it feels more likely that our away form will creep into our home form yeah. then our home form will creep into mm, our absolutely, away form absolutely which doesn't all of this just make the away win at Spurs the most insane result of the season <laughs> true I don't know yeah. how we got I was that. there because yeah. it's White Hart Lane there's some kind of three point mm. lane yeah Mike Ashley's got some kind of uh, bribe on yeah could be and there's still Allegedly. a lot of talk annoyingly from everywhere apart from the club that McLaren could be sacked I can't I see it can't happening, see it but happening. an 18, like him to be sacked. Yes, I think an eighteen-day break before our next perfect. game is the perfect time to bring in a new manager. Absolutely. So you agree? You'd like him to be yeah, sacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I was a big um, advocate of giving managers time, but the, as we've said, the, the the complete lack of a waveform. What if I was to throw at you a little reminder that the last time a manager left us at about this time of the season, John Carver was his replacement. Well, yeah, but what, what you're asking is, would we want him replaced? Would we want the manager replaced? And at that point, the manager wasn't replaced. The manager went and just mm. the fucking bin man was asked to... I mean, the idea would be bringing in sort of Moyes or somebody of that ilk. Yeah. I don't Brendan think Rogers, Rogers, um Even Rafa- Benitez has talked about it, I can't see you, it. You throw money at it. You say, here's a million quid 
and here's four million if we stay up. And Benitez will make us good enough away from home to pick up an odd point, and I've, we'll continue our home point. But I we'll never get it. Cannot no, see no, absolutely not any of those three names just mentioned. Benitez, oh, Brendan Rodgers, or Rodgers, or Rogers, yes. especially on a short-term deal, because if if because both of those need to almost like remind people that they're a decent manager. And if it's a short David Moyes was on the Danny Baker show the other day, so he's reminding people that he's out there. He's, he's out on there, goals on Sunday this weekend. Yeah, he's, he's talking about us having like great amazing fans. fans and all the rest of it. Oh, yeah. was he? Yeah. 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 So he is. He's touting himself and. Like I say, you give you give either of those a short term deal. Here's a million quid, four million if we stay up, and if we stay up and they, they get picked up by a bigger club or a, a more attractive what do they call them now a more attractive project. Cool, fine, <laughs> whatever. We've stayed up in the league. We'll get another manager. That's fine. But McLaren can't set us up away from home. I'm with Steve like McLaren, though. I think we should judge him after 260 games. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's too soon. I, he's a likable bloke. I don't think he's he McLaren. is. Well, no, no, no. He did that thing again this weekend that is getting sort of exponentially more annoying of just smiling his way through an interview where we oh, were that's, that's just media. That, that's like, I don't care. It's not it's media. Just, it's me watching Steve McLaren, no, no, McLaren no, no, smile sorry, and getting meant, really fucking annoyed. I meant it's yeah. like media. That's how he deals with the media is to become this affable caricature. of He's not going Like Steve McLaren is never going to come on on screen Spitting feathers like a like Tony Pulis or Mark Hughes or something. That's just not. But he shouldn't look so pleased about it. But I I don't care about that because you watch him on the sideline and he is. Even when we were beating West Brom comfortably, like in terms of possession rather than in terms of Mm -hmm. scoreline, he was furious at um, misplaced passes or the wrong choice or something like that on the sidelines. That's Mm. where I want him to be. Furious and, and impassioned, all the rest. Of it. I couldn't give a monkey's what he does in front of the BBC cameras. I don't care. Oh, well, it's an, I, it winds me up, and it's. But what's I he going to do? What's you he... get the feeling like if he was telling people their children had just died as a police officer, he'd be smiling his way through it. Well, like, he's a tragic figure. Steve he's, McLaren. He's, he's, I mean, in, very reminiscent of Les Dennis in both look and <laughs> tragic <laughs> yeah. sort of level. That's, that is a good call. Yeah, yeah he's just. There's just something just so he's just sad a born about this. He's just a born loser, except for in the Dutch league. Well, once, once, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and he did okay with Borough and all. But end of did the day, he? Yeah, he got them to a cup final, but well, they were never. That's not bad with Borough, but it's more of a lottery. The cup, I would say, fine. But the, the point is, he was he was all right at Middlesbrough. They had their best. They had their best seasons under him. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's good enough for. Uh, a Premier League club that has aspirations of top half, that's, mm. you know, let's just call it as it is. Or as last season showed, he's not good enough for a championship club that has, like, designs on promotion. Yeah. Well, I would definitely take David Moyes now. Mm. Yeah. And I, th- I honestly think that we could get him on a short-term deal. Yeah, I agree. But when have we... When it's come to managerial choices... When have we made the right we one? When have we ever either made the right one... Mm. Or even made one that anyone thought was going to happen. It always seems to be like against the grain. Like the problem with now as well is Lee Charnley fought yeah. so hard to get McLaren, and you've got two. He mem- can't hire anyone else. He's basically saying, "I don't know what I'm doing." It would have to be Ashley stepping in. Yeah, because you've got two members of the board who are pretty keen on Steve McLaren keeping his job. Is one of them Steve McLaren? One of those yeah. is Steve McLaren. Yeah. 
And then you've got Bob Conker, who'll just do whatever he's told. And then you've got Mike Ashley. And yes, Mike Ashley does have the final say. But if I, personally, if I were Mike Ashley, I'd bin off Lee Charnley, I'd sack Steve McLaren, I'd also get rid of Bob Conker. But he needs to realise that the one thing that he wants from this football club is Premier League survival. And three of the men, well, two of the men stopping that happening are his employees, and he can fucking change it now. I think Mike Ashley is a phenomenally rich man. Yes, who I agree. has a, a company, namely Sports Direct, that's going through a lot of shit at the moment. And the main thing that he wants from Newcastle United is just a place to go for a few drinks on the weekend. I don't think he gives that much oh, of a shit. He definitely wants us to be in the Premier League. He wouldn't, sure, he yeah, wouldn't I'm have... sure he does. I'm sure he does. But... He doesn't need the money from survival, though, with his... With his wealth, no. Yeah, but I it, think he it, would. It would. It wouldn't it would surprise me. It would, wouldn't surprise me if he would almost like, out of pride, not uh, correct his mistakes and take that risk that he would go down because he's like, well, financially, I can take that hit. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I spotted, some, I spotted something that uh, Mike Ashley's lies on Twitter, who's an excellent account, you should, everybody should follow him. He put on Twitter that in the last four windows, Newcastle has spent £114 million. In the last four windows, we've spent £114 million, mm. and that's a lot. However, in the 14 windows that preceded that, we've spent £115 million. That's why we're in the shitstorm yeah. we are. Because yeah. for... Like for seven years, we haven't strengthened the the, the club. Yeah, we're and the last the fr- four, last two years, we've tried to, and it's just swimming against the grain. It's it's we're ridiculous. paying the price for a, a, a long term yeah. problems, but then it's Legacy not just effect. about it's not just about spending, isn't it? It's like, no, 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 no. It's, what you're it's strengthening the, the right areas. Yeah, I, you know, a fair portion of all that expenditure is on failed. French left wingers who were yeah. for six months, and and, and you said in sorry, in, I was just going to say you said it in the last podcast. Leicester City are top of the league, and yeah. they have not spent. I mean, they have bought a few players, but they are nowhere near what no. we've spent in the. And also, you look at Spurs, and they're not spending. Like they got eighty million for Bale, and they went mm. on a bit of a spree, and they they messed up. But actually, in terms of where they are. And their ambition, they haven't spent as much, and they certainly could afford to because they're they're. Yeah, I think they've spent wealthy. a fair bit. I but mean, I think what those two teams have done is prioritised a balanced team. Yes. Whereas any time there's a gap in our team, which left back has been for ages, we've yeah. still got no backup right back. Yeah. Colicini's not been a fit centre half for years. No. Nope. There's these needs, and then whoever's in charge of our transfers goes out with the wrong shopping list, comes back with a French winger. Yeah, so that's not what we need. And so we're on. Sorry, we're on um, twenty-four points. Yeah, and uh, traditionally we would need another sixteen points, but you might say we don't need that much. Yeah, I mean uh, uh, the, the, that forty-point mark hasn't been the case for for like over a decade. I think it's, it'll be close to that though. I think thirty-eight could be. It, it not could. Enough. It could be thirty-eight, but well, no, because like over the last, I think it's the last, certainly the last seven or eight. It's been 36 points has been the survival. And this year, sure, um, Aston Villa are down. That's fine. The, the, the rest, there's, there is, what, five teams in, or in, in amongst like Sunderland, three points of each other? Sunderland beat Man U away this that's, weekend. That's, that's a... But they look good for it as well. And they're, they're stringing results together 
they're in the top half of the form table. Yeah. I could see Sun. I'd fancy Sunderland to stay up above us. Alla- so I think they'll win against us as well. That could be, yeah. They always win against us. And Allardyce is... I mean, I would take Allardyce now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's poach Allardyce. I don't know. No. Um, but then, then I, also, I also look at... Like, you look at the, fo- the, the form guide that, that you've been looking at. You look at the worst, the worst team there is, is Crystal Palace. And I'm not bringing it up because he's a, he's a nemesis of mine. But you look at that and... They're only on 32 points, so they're not, they're not completely out of the water. It's certainly the way that... That would be an, a monumental crash. I agree, crash, they're, yeah. in, they're in on a terrible run of form. I think they haven't won in nine. Something mm. like that. And uh, I, like I say, I went to see them on Saturday, and they were not great. No. I'm not saying they're going they to go down, but I just... Yeah. I think, I think as soon as Balassi comes back, for them, they'll win a couple of games. Yeah, sure. I Could be, it yeah. would be incredible if they went down. I mean, yeah, that would be that would be uh, yeah, such yeah. a but, uh, I would say that where is likely to go down is Sunderland, Norwich, Swansea, and Bournemouth. I mean, Villa are definitely down. Certainly, looking at their next thirteen games, I've I've ringed I think three games where I think that Villa will get points. Mm. Villa aren't could our get problem, points. really though. No, you've got Sunderland, Norwich, Swansea, and Bournemouth, and Bournemouth aren't in a great run of form, I don't think. Swansea are okay. West Brom are the other one that could get sucked out. Yeah. I don't know how they managed to win it's, against Everton. The, the thing that's going to save us, the thing that we've got to rely upon, is our home form. We have to win at home. So and the games are, that we've the, got at let home... Let me go through it. Sure. Bournemouth are level with us, just to say, in the form league of seven from the last six games. Right. They're seventeenth. We're sixteenth. I don't Norwich Palace. I don't below. think Bournemouth will go down. Here we go. We've got Stoke away. Is our next game in a couple of weeks? Who knows? We might have a new manager. We might be refreshed <laughs> from La Manga. Yeah. We might be three points adrift as well because everyone else is playing yeah. before then. Yeah, but, but you know, yeah. but Stoke away in the as it stands at the moment, you would say. That you would not bet on us getting a point there, would you? No. no. And then we've got Bournemouth at home, uh, we're, fa- but we're fa- better at home. I'd fancy us to beat anybody. Yeah, at home, we have. Really. We did beat. We Bournemouth robbed away Bournemouth away, away. If yeah. you remember, seven goals we've got this season away. Anyway, then we've got Leicester away. Not, not a chance. chance no. <laughs> Unless with any luck, maybe they do. Maybe they crumble like everyone's expecting them to crumble. Yeah. Like when Liverpool lost. Palace that season, yeah, and we are we are the yeah. team to to break runs. We did it with Chelsea when they were unbeaten, and we did it like uh, last season. We've done it with um, was it Liverpool that we beat when they were on an unbeaten run? Anyway, we can break okay. break runs. Always right. Man City. I get the feeling that we're the team to break the wheels coming off. Though. Yes, yes. If we're, they start to wobble, as, yeah, we're yeah. the perfect team to play. <laughs> and then we've got Sunderland at home. Well, that's, that's traditionally three to Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Then we've got Norwich at home. That's a Norwich away. Norwich away. Oh, Norwich away. Sorry, yeah, that is a six-pointer. I still think I think we can get because I I don't rate Norwich. I really don't. I don't think they're that good. And I think that's more likely we'll win away at Norwich than we will win away at Stoke. Well, certainly more likely than we'll win away at Leicester. I mean, I could go through them all, but this is sort of pointless because as anyone who's put together an accumulator. (laughs) On a Saturday lunchtime. This season, Predicting especially. a few results at so, once. So my thing was that I, I look at that and I think we've got like five or six, 
five or six games where I fancy us to get points. Probably the ones that I've circled, I reckon we'll get all three. And that's, I've, I've said, so six, we'll get 18 points. No, probably not. We'll probably only get like 13, 13, 14 points. And I think that's going to be enough to keep us up. Yeah. Don't want to be relying on the last day of the season at home against Spurs, though. No, no, no. Oh, that's, that, that's another thing. So the, the, the team that's last there is Man City, and that's got to be put in somewhere. Oh, because yeah. it's to be Because, because they're Are playing they in the league. Are they still in Europe? Final. Oh, I understand. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. So, so the last day of the season is, is Spurs, Spurs, but yeah, yeah. Man City is our spare game. Are Man City still in the Champions League? Yes. Because we they? could yeah. hopefully meet them in the middle of massive fixture congestion. <laughs> But they're still going to be gunning for the title. That's why if, if Spurs were having a normal Spurs season, on the final game of the season, I'd, I'd, at home, I'd fancy us to beat them. Yeah. But if, if they're still gunning for the title, which they very well could be, I don't fancy us to get anything home or away against that Spurs team. I think Spurs might be the favourite for, uh, for the league now. Yeah. I mean, Leicester are Bucky's favourite, but yeah. I, I, are they still Bucky's favourite? I'm pretty sure. After yesterday? Um, I'd fancy, I'd fancy Spurs to to have more momentum than Leicester because if Leicester lose another game, I don't know who they've got next. But if they lose another game, then that's when all the the, the doubts will creep in. I think they still have to play each other as well. Leicester Spurs. I think so. That'll be a great game. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it fun to be a football fan when you're <laughs> when, when you're you not a Newcastle <laughs> I would, I'd love us to be like a Watford fan right now. Just middle of the table, not going up, not going down. Just enjoying the just football. Just plodding along yeah. and look, enjoying this season where two, well, two or three huge clubs, Aston Villa, Newcastle, Sunderland, we could all go down this season. And that'll be exciting for not only the tail end of this season, but it'll be exciting for next season when three arguable like minnows come up. I don't even know if we are huge clubs anymore. I mean, I don't. Oh, Sunderland are a traditionally traditionally a yo-yo team. It'd be a fairly big deal if Villa go down, which we know they will, because they've, they've never always done it before. Yeah. They've yeah. always been in the Premier League. We've only been down once, but we are. If we survive this year, mm-hmm. we're still. We are now what a few years ago, like Southampton were, like in the nineties. We're like we're the team. Yeah, it We're feels like, like when 17th, than if you know, we'll even though down. I know we finished like 14th yesterday, yeah, but yeah. we are relegation We're West battle. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that I think that's true, but I do think that with the right it's that it's that annoying thing with the right couple of tweaks, we're comfortably mid-table. We're comfortably like. And the, what the, are those? Are those tweaks completely changing the team and <laughs> the? Management structure. Just, just I think changing the manager and the transfer policy are the big thing. Well, I th- and I, I don't we, think we've got the board to make the right decisions. Well, I think we have kind of changed the, the transfer approach because I think the, the summer transfer window was, a, was like a slight change. But then the, 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 the January mm. transfer window was, a, was a, just a complete change. Going for Shelby and Townsend says... I think in that respect we have. But in terms of filling... What are our clear weaknesses? Yeah. That's we def- like we definitely we did try to get a left back, but I think the the slight tweaks we'd need is a new manager because I don't rate McLaren. We need to sign centre back and a left back at least, at least, and they've got to be good enough to start. I, 
plug those holes and we're comfortably a mid-table club. I mean, signing a left-back... Shouldn't be that you, hard. It shouldn't be that hard. No. You just pick someone up from the championship or something. Mm. If, you need, if you say, you don't have to sign an international, you just say, we need a left-back. Like, someone like, the like I know he's not a left-back, but where's Morgan at Leicester City this season? I think it's been fun. amazing. Well, you, you, yeah, you look at, like, a Danny Simpson. Uh, he's been okay. He's not great, but he's... He's not been the, the the they haven't consistently been I don't know like a found wanting at right back. He's good enough to no, play not in the glamorous Premier. players, no, just, but they're professional footballers playing in their position. It's our desperation to do the perfect deal that keeps on doing. Mm. It's like if you're not going to be a first team player, your wages have to be like crazily low for us. Oh, it's so like Jetro Williams was on our radar, we could have signed him and he would have comfortably done a job at left back. Mm. And he might not have been as good as Kieran Gibbs or whatever, I don't care, but yeah. he's comfortably good enough to play for us. But when you see all our plan A targets that you hear about going to Champions League clubs, you just think, change plan A to yeah, a more I, realistic I, plan I, A. I have to say though, a lot of our plan A targets were our targets before they became Champions League, mm. like on the, the radar of Champions League. Like Aubameyang wasn't on the Champions League radar when we were looking at him six months later, and he definitely is. It's almost as if the last three or four years of Newcastle United has been managed by someone playing football manager on a crystal meth bender. <laughs> <laughs> Just three days, <laughs> constant without mm-hmm. really thinking about it. I so, think it's someone who's not scrolled down far enough to see that they've already got midfielders yeah. and just keep signing them. <laughs> yeah, just not bothered, We've just got loads of defenders because that's the whole of the screen. Yeah. Just seeing the potential star yeah, ratings. Potential star, yeah. So, <sighs> I mean, our next game isn't for a couple of weeks, so I don't think we should bother doing predictions because a lot, hopefully, for the better, may have changed by then. One yeah. thing on that, though, if you think traditionally how to prepare for a way at Stoke, going to Spain <laughs> isn't going to acclimatize you. Well, it's, they're, they're, they're Stoke alone now. They're not, they're yeah, not the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, All the Spanish stuff. Well, you never know. The La Manga trip might be cancelled. It'd be interesting to see if, if, like, if McLaren gets sacked tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe he's been sacked before you've uh, God, you can hope. listened to this pod. If he does get sacked and Moyes comes in, for example, will Moyes like be... Like, he still, loves Spain. They're still yeah. go on the La Manga trip. He's like, great, like, straight back to my bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so unless there's anything else that you desperately want to say, guys, nope. I think we might no. as well finish up. We'll probably do a podcast next week if we can think of something to do for the special we we yes. were talking just before in the pub. We were saying like maybe uh, players who are still active now that could be brought in to improve our eleven. But uh, yeah, like uh, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can you make an eleven of former players who are still playing? Or we might just come in and have a fucking ramble and just we might just talk about on. things we that do... we like outside of yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> we could do former Newcastle player top trumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have that. Or maybe we could just talk about the um, primaries in the American presidential. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll just get Charlie in, wind him up, let him go, 
and yeah. we'll just see what happens. Get Charlie in and ask him what he thought of the game at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there wasn't one. Even and better. see how that happens. All right. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, we hope to be in your ears again soon. Thanks we hope for, to be happier as well. We hope yeah. to be happier for you. Unfortunately, the next game is away, so that's unlikely. <laughs> Dave Watson, thank you for your company. Thanks, Fergus. Thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.